my happy enders uh, it's another week we did it i am super excited and it's labor day weekend or it was or it will be no because i'm uploading it today so yeah we're cool it's labor day weekend i hope you guys are getting your barbecue on uh kill tony is monday so that's where i will be my friend cassandra cass is actually coming home she was away she had a secret project which is super freaking cool so i don't know why i said freaking super fucking cool and um you can actually go and see her she was on my podcast and i want to get her on again um cbd care by design you guys are awesome i use my product on or the product that you guys gave me the cbd lotion on this podcast with handron cv handron cv is really cool because he used to ski and he was like in the professional level but he also him and his wife converted a bus and basically went across the country which is really cool and i mean it wasn't like a white trash bus like my aunt and uncles used to live on on my grandparents property <laughs> that's where i come from uh so it was really cool talking to him he's a comedian he's super funny i've seen him i've seen his comedy a lot and i was really excited to get him on so once again thank you care by design for being awesome and providing me with everything and enjoy also, <laughs> I forgot. Please like, click, subscribe. Um, all of the videos are on, or there's on YouTube. So if you want to watch what's happening, I'm trying to get the face rest where their face goes through wider, so you can actually see their expressions. Um, for Handrin, I did spread it out pretty well. So um, check it out. Go to YouTube, Happy Endings Massage Cast. Um, like, click, subscribe. Anything will help. And you can also email me at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. Okay, that's it. Now enjoy. Bye. Get undressed. Get under the sheets. Ooh, you're in for a treat. No, I promise this is not a dream. It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen. All right, are you ready? Uh, yes, very much so. <laughs> now you've had massages before, right? I have only a few. Okay. Um, and then also, uh, I guess it was a lot of massage. Physical therapy. Yes. Was definitely had a lot of massage in it, but it wasn't like going for just a specific overall massage. All right, and do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, uh, sure. I am Handron Seavey, a comedian and uh, originally from the East Coast and been out here in L.A. for a little over a year now. Over a year already? Yeah, it was July last year that we moved here. That's crazy. Now, are you guys still in the bus? No, no. We have we have, we got a place once we moved here. Um, we, you know... Traveling around in the bus and stuff was great when you're just in a city for like a week or something and you're in and out, but we weren't going to do living in a place in the bus. Do you still have the bus? We do, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, we got a parking spot up in Altadena that we pay like 100 bucks a month for and just park it up there. And we need to do, we're saving up right now to do a bunch of work on it that it needed from the whole year traveling around. And uh, then we're either going to rent it out and do a few more trips ourselves or just sell it. Okay, okay so what made you decide to get in a butt? Like, what was that decision? Um, we were living in Boston, 
I was doing comedy there. I started up in Maine and then moved down to Boston pretty quickly after I started. And I met my wife there, and we had been there for a while. And uh, we knew we were going to either move to New York or L.A. for, um, you know, I needed to for comedy. Uh-huh. And then we started seeing online people doing, like, the van life and stuff like that. And we were like, that would be fun to do, to see a bunch of places. And, and we were like, well, maybe before we move to New York, L.A., we'd do that in between. And then we are like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So we just started saving. And about eight months later, we found a bus. And we bought it. And then I want to say it was, like, five months after that, we were on the road. And uh, had kind of said, like, in between that time, we said, okay, let's do a year. And I'll start booking shows everywhere I can find. And then it just kind of slowly came together. And, like, we kind of ran on this two-month schedule of that's how far out we were planning. Okay. Because for booking comedy and just stuff like that, two months is usually a good amount of time. And then... We also knew we wanted to not be in winter, so we left in the fall and just headed south and stayed south for the winter and then back up the west coast in the summer. Okay. Was it a, is it a big bus or? No, it's like 19 feet long. It's like one of the short buses. Okay. Only because my, my white trash uncle and aunt, I mean, let's just call it what they were. Yep. Uh, they got a really big bus. Oh, and yeah. converted it. And put it on my grandparents' property and lived on it for a while, or lived in it for a while. Yeah. I mean, there were parts, like, school kids would get confused. <laughs> like, they'd walk by and be like, is that our bus? Like, <laughs> we, there was, we built it all up um, at my parents' farm in Maine. Okay. And, uh, well, we were living in Boston. We just had it parked up there, and we would go up on weekends and stuff and work on it. And then eventually the last month before we left, we left our apartment and uh, left Boston and moved up there for a month to finish it. Uh-huh. But there is some – there. I mean, it's a, a lot of white trash around where I grew up, and oh, we even have some in our family. Um, that's but, most of my family. Yeah. I I go about a 50-50 split. No, I'm about 80-20. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but there was some people right down the road from my parents' house who had that type of situation going on, just full-size bus living in it, but, like, nothing, like, you see, you know, we completely renovated, tore out everything, and then rebuilt it. So on the inside, it looks like a tiny home on the inside. Right. I mean, theirs had a little kitchen. Yeah. It had a bed, two bedrooms. Like, they, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. And they were super racist. Which I never understood. Do like, they live in the back of the bus? <laughs> no, no, no. They made the kids go to the back <laughs> of the bus. They're like, you go to the back of the bus. But, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you no, you see it like we met people on the road who were, we met some people who were like, oh, wow, that's really cool. You've done an amazing setup with your bus here. And then we met other people that are just like, Oh, you just kind of tore everything out and threw a mattress on the floor. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> I guess that's a renovation. You're like, good job. Yeah. We left the seats in. They're like, no, they're tiny beds. Yeah. Well, when we got it, we got it from this guy who had bought it for, like, his college band to tour in, but then they never ended up touring, and then he graduated college, and his parents were like, okay, now that you're done with college, where are you going to put this bus that you've been parking at our house? And so he had to sell it 
for like a lot cheaper than he wanted to and we got a good deal on it but he had taken out like two rows of seats and then there are still two more rows of seats left in it okay um and uh it is a those things don't come out easy i yeah i could imagine because i mean little kids destroy shit so anything you have you have to nail down yeah Oh, they, they're bolted straight through the bottom of the uh, yep. the bus. To the point, like, any time, like, our couch will break or our recliner breaks, then John's like, let's go get new furniture. I'm like, yeah, no. No. We have yeah, three yeah. boys. No. <laughs> I do not build want... something out of two-by-fours. Right? Like, they have semen all over this house. <laughs> I don't want all my new stuff to be covered in semen. <laughs> it's so gross. They're so nasty. Oh, I love them. I used to, I, I was one of three boys. Too. Were you? Yeah, I'm the youngest. Oh, you're my Brody. Okay. And uh, I used to think about that with my mom doing laundry. I was just like, it was probably just jizz-filled sock after sock. Well, as soon as, my rule is, as soon as they start ejaculating, they start doing their own laundry. <laughs> like, that's the rule. <laughs> How do you bring that up? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> You've seen my comedy. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Like, I talk to the kids. I'm like, you guys are gross. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> like, anytime my 18-year-old leaves the house, I'm like, I don't want to be a grandma. Yeah. He's like, shut up, Joy. <laughs> well, no. No, my parents, I was also, I'm the youngest. And so, like, by the time I was 16, 17, 18, they were like, look, we don't really care what you do. We don't want to hear from the cops or a pregnant woman. Yeah. Other than that, like, just don't tell us. Don't, you know, if you're going to be gone all night, just let us know. And we'll lock the door, but otherwise, yeah, by the time I was... Because my oldest brother is nine years older than me, too. Oh, yeah. So by the time I was, like, 16, they had been parents for, like, 20-something years, and they were ready to just move on. All mine are five years apart. Oh, yeah. So basically, as soon as they go into kindergarten, I'm like, I need a new one! (laughs) (laughs) And then when Brody went into kindergarten, John's like, I'm going to get you a dog. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And now we have three dogs, so... (laughs) Oops. But, yeah, they're so cute when they're little, and then they cry, and you're like, fuck, what did I do? (laughs) I was definitely, and I say this in a bit that I do now, but, like, since saying it in the bit, my parents told me, but I was like, I was supposed to be a a girl or an accident because one brother's nine years older and the other one's five years older. And uh, after saying it in the bit, my parents were just like, yeah, no, girl, that's what we were going for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had to... Okay, so I wanted a girl. Okay, so Tyler, my oldest, is my stepson. Yeah, same but, thing. For, my oldest is my half-brother. Right, and I mean... different dads. I've been here since he was three years old. He's mine. We don't know where the hell his mom is. Hopefully she stays away forever. Yeah. Um, so then we had Caleb. Caleb was a complete accident. I wasn't even supposed to have kids. So that was a fun thing. Like you didn't think you could? Yeah, the doctor was like, hey, you can't have kids. I was oh, like, yeah. okay, cool, cool. Not true. So then I had Caleb, and then I was like, I want a girl. I want a girl. And John's like, okay, I'll give you a girl. (laughs) But. (laughs) Promises, promise. You cannot, (laughs) because he races RC cars, and I give him shit for it. Yeah. And he's like, you can't give me shit when I go race RC cars, or I spend thousands of dollars on tiny little Oompa Loompa tires. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And then Brody had a penis. 
And the doctor's like, I guarantee if you guys have another one, it's going to be a girl. And John's like, you need to shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah. and stop talking to my saying wife right now. doctor saying shit like that. <laughs> he was pissed. And then Brody came out. So now I'm just trying to make one of them gay. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. No, that's how you do it, I think. <laughs> it's like, I tell him, I'm like, whichever one of you is gay is going to be my favorite. But I think I say it enough where the kids are like, yeah, mom, we know. We yeah. know. Yeah. We're all trying. We're doing our best, Mom. Just <laughs> We're not, not going to take a dick for you, Mom. Like, <laughs> I love you, but no. Like, come on. I can teach you how to give blowjobs. Like, it'll be amazing. I know. Did your parents, like, did they try for a girl or they were just done, done? Uh, no, they were done, done after I came. And that's also when we moved. I was about a year and a half old and... Uh, they were living in Falmouth, Maine, which is right next to Portland, in a little house. And they moved back to the land my dad grew up on and built the farm. And I think that kind of became, rather than having a girl, they... Because we had, like, uh, just probably, like, 20 Angora rabbits Aww. at the place we had in Falmouth. Uh-huh. Because my mom was a spinner, and so she made yarn and stuff out of the fur. And uh, then we moved to the farm, and it became like a full sheep and goats and chickens and everything. Oh, yeah, that's how I am with the dogs. To the point, I'm like, I want a baby donkey. I want a baby cow. Yeah. Well, that eventually they went to they with the sheep and the goats and the chickens. Those were all like farm animals that you could also make money off of. Uh huh. Um, and then eventually they had. Enough, and my dad switched jobs and had more income so that uh, they went to horses, which you don't make money off horses. No. No, I don't want a horse. Uh, See, I just want miniature stuff. Yeah. Like, I want a miniature donkey, a miniature pig, a miniature giraffe. Like, yeah. We used to have a Shetland pony. Oh. That was probably the smallest. And I want them all to live with me in my house. But I also don't want to move out of the city. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. You might be able to get away. Do you have a backyard? We do, but where we live, it's very pretentious. We live in Santa Clarita. Oh, yeah. So we are already at our max for dogs. Like, you can yeah. only have three. And I was all, ah, all right. But, yeah, we get the weird, like, we have a basset hound, and then we have a basset hound pit bull, and then we have a chihuahua wiener dog. So we get oh. the weird-looking ones. Yeah. So... All right. So your shoulders. Yeah, what's up with them? They're super tight. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> do you, what do you, do you drive? Well, you drive because you said that you deliver, right? No, I ride a bike. Oh, you ride a bike. Yeah, so I'm just leaning on my arms all day. Okay. But also this one, I dislocated, uh, I want to say two or three years ago. It was like a partial dislocation playing, playing in a comedy softball league in Boston I dove for a ball and tried to like tuck and roll out of the dive and just landed right on my shoulder. And that has made, I think you can probably feel like on this side right down mm -hmm. the plane, there's just like this knot that goes down the whole thing. And then I probably compensate for it with the other shoulder. Yep. And then on top of that, riding around, I'm always like wearing a bag and stuff too. So it's just, but also I, uh, blew out my right knee skiing when I was like 19 and I think that has thrown off 
how I would walk and everything and I can just definitely feel all up and down my right side everything just kind of off a little bit and I stretch a lot and do you know exercise and try and keep it limber but it's just I've never been able to like kind of get everything back to right and not hurting it's just always managing yeah especially knees because I had knee surgery when I was like 23 yeah and you know every once in a while my niece she's my trainer when I'm doing squats she'll record it and you can see me babying my left knee like you can just see the way I'm squatting I'm like okay so it's always there and in fact when my low back starts to hurt I roll out my quad and that's the thing throwing my low back out yeah you start learning like okay well this is what this is my bad spot how long did you ski for? Um, most, I mean, I started when I was two. And uh, then started competing probably around 13. And got up to competing at a professional level by the time I was like 17. And then I blew out my knee when I was 19. And then I coached for another seven years after that okay what about your brothers do they have any sports uh my other brother briar is the middle one he uh played sports here and there skateboarded and stuff growing up my oldest brother played soccer all through all the way through high school please say his name is like jim or john no hayes damn it (laughs) that'd be fantastic (laughs) it was like handron briar John. Did, yeah. Uh, but Briar's a musician. He He's lived out here for 15 years now. And uh, he's a drummer and plays in a great band out here. That was really his thing. And then Hayes was, he's a big outdoors guy. Spends, he's got two kids now and he spends, you know, every summer outside camping with them. He did the Appalachian Trail. Oh, shit. So we're all like, Oh, big into things but uh, I was the only like uh, competitive sports one okay but even with that I like skiing because it was a individual sport I don't like I didn't like working with teams no I didn't yeah which I think is why I like stand up a lot and have never even done improv no yes and for you I just if I I would get so mad at somebody else if they were bad that I just go, I'm not going to try working with them. Or they didn't take it the way you wanted it. Yeah. You're like, no, dumbass, I was leading you this way. Well, and like, just, I I got into stand-up from doing theater. I, so after I blew my knee out, I came back and had to go to college, and that's when I, st- I started coaching skiing and went to college. And I started doing theater in college, and I really liked performing, and I kind of got that thrill of, of, you know, that skiing would give you because i was a freestyle skier too so that's a lot more um self-expressionist than say racing or anything okay uh and i liked theater i liked being on stage but i hated working with other people and i hated uh saying other people's lines when i especially if it was like a bad play and you're like i can think of something funnier here and yeah. they would be like no you have to stick to the script and you're like well the script is bad like, oh this sucks that's kind of how i started writing i read a book and i hated it absolutely hated it and i was like ah i could write, write a better own. book 
and then I did, and then you read it so many times with editing and stuff, and yeah. you're like, I hate this book now. <sighs> yeah, that's how I feel with uh, some jokes. I mean, there's ones that I just, I can't even tell anymore. <laughs> But there are ones that are, like, still in – if I'll do an hour, they're still in there. Right. But I can just feel myself pulling away from them and not caring about them anymore. Even though, like, when I wrote it first time, I was like, this is the best thing I've written. Right. I think it was Earl. I think it was during his podcast. He kind of said the same thing where he's like, I'd start in on a bit that I'd done so much, he would kind of check out. Yeah, you totally do. And he wasn't just connect. He wasn't connecting with the audience anymore because he was like, "Oh, I know what I'm going to say. I know my beats." Yeah. And so he had to stop himself and make himself present. You make yourself present, and also like I will, I will. In order to like change it, a few times I've I've gotten made stuff better because I will like on purpose fuck it up, like say a punchline before it's supposed to come in it, uh-huh. and then be like, "Okay, now I have to." figure out how to still make this work and how to and then it'll make you find something new in it right just talking it out yeah and like okay i gotta put something else in there so you like like comedy comedy is your thing yeah is that what you want to do that's how i'd like to be able to pay the bills because i've pay done the bus. yeah pay the bus bills uh i've done um from theater so I, I did theater all through college and then I got out of college and just did was always in like a local Portland play there's a good art scene in Portland and stuff and uh, would do that all the time and then did started doing sketch video stuff with some friends of mine and we ended up making a full length movie uh, called The Water in the Bay that you can find on Vimeo but that's right about the time I started doing stand-up. Okay. And it was like eight years ago. And as soon as I did stand-up, I was like, there's no fucking waiting around on set. There's no working with other people. And I was like, this is, I love this so much more than, I like performing, but this is the ultimate of performing for me. It really, yeah. And so I was like, I, you know, I'll do and, and go to audition for stuff here and there and small stuff or commercials like if you tell me it's a a day or two that you need me like i could put that together but the idea of going someplace for a month to shoot a movie or something like just doesn't interest me no i'd like to see my books and movies but i don't want to be in the movies yeah. but that's another thing too i was talking to a producer and he's like i'll help you but i have to like cut them and i'm like oh I don't, yeah i don't want to cut them yeah like i like everything about it and he's like yeah some characters will get smushed together and i'm like, no no <laughs> i don't want to do that but then he was like well you have to get rid of your babies so you can make more babies and i was like no i'm just gonna keep all my babies <laughs> <laughs> well and yeah and ultimately you just want to get to the point where like you could make that but you don't have to listen to anybody right and people get to that point too where it's just like if you know, like Louis's show, if he had made that 10 years earlier, somebody would have fucked with it. That's true. That is true. Now, because you had three brothers, did you guys get into a lot of trouble? Uh, yeah. I mean, mostly they just beat me up a lot. Oh. Um, but you like them, right? Oh, yeah. Now, now, 
were way better. I I feel like I didn't I didn't really know them that much growing up because like we were little kids and then I was in I want to say second grade when Briar went into middle school and Hayes was already in high school and then Hayes graduated and left. Briar dropped out of school and ran away from home. Oh shit. Uh and so I never was in school with them or anything from second grade on. That's how Brody is. Because Brody's now in third grade, Caleb's in eighth grade, and yeah. Tyler's graduated. And, uh, but now, like, I live just down the street from Briar now. And in my 20s, uh, while I was, I would coach skiing in the winter and then landscape in the summers. And I worked with my oldest brother at this landscaping company, so... That's really where we, like, kind of bonded more and got to know each other. Okay. Because I just, I keep telling my kids, I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die soon. (laughs) And then it's just going to be you three. And they're like, Mom, you're not going to die. I'm like, I am. And I'm like, I'm going to be dead. So you guys better get along. And, like, right now, the youngest, because the oldest, oldest is kind of mean sometimes. Yeah. So, like, Brody will come up to me and he's like, Mom, when I'm older, I'm going to kick Tyler's butt. And I'm like, shit. (laughs) And I just have this picture of, like, Thanksgiving. We're all going to be sitting there, and Brody's just going to step up and just slam the yeah. shit into Tyler. That then, is funny. I could beat up. I could definitely beat up Briar now. Hayes, because he's, I don't know, 41, I could probably take him now. <laughs> We're about the same size. Briar's pretty skinny. He's a little shorter than me. But, like, all growing up, he was always bigger than me. And then he left. But, yeah, that's the funny thing is, like, I never get to, you know, have my revenge because now it's like, oh, I'm not going to fight you. And, and like, we get along and stuff. But, I, but it's, like, so many things that I never got even for. Oh, yeah. Well, see, and Caleb, Caleb's my devious one, my middle. Yeah. So, <laughs> what the fuck? One night Tyler fell asleep and he's like, Mom, Mom, look at Tyler's phone. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to see my oldest watching porn. <laughs> but it was a penis enlargement pills <laughs> and i was like caleb don't say anything that would embarrass him and he's like no 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 mom this is going in my wedding speech for him <laughs> <laughs> and i was like wait what and he's like oh yeah when he gets married i'm going to bring this out and be like yeah tyler you know you came a long way from searching for penis enlargement <laughs> pills and i truly think he'll do it because caleb is my evil genius yeah and he'll, it doesn't matter if it's 10 years from now. He'll be like, that's in the file. Yep. I got it locked in. He also tells me, he's like, Mom, I have <laughs> I have a story. I have a secret about Tyler. And I'm like, tell me. And he's like, nope. I'm like, you're not going to tell me. He's like, no, brother code. And I'm like, there's no <laughs> such thing as brother code. It's mommy code. And he's like, no, I'm just going to save it. I'm like, oh, shit. <sighs> Like, Caleb's the one that scares me. Brody's going to burn the world down, but Caleb's going to be the one that teaches him how to do it. Oh, yeah. And Tyler's just, he's my jock. He's like, the firefighter kid has abs. Yeah, we, the stuff that, like, my parents never found out about were things like uh, getting the car stuck four-wheeling out in the woods for, like, nine hours and having to like dig it out and call people to come help you dig it out and then you get it out and wash it off and just go back home and you're like no nothing ever happened i don't know what to tell you or like going and partying and there's so much drug use that just was never talked about or brought up or even i don't know what they know or not oh, shit. 
but that's terrifying as a mom of oh course. yeah i mean it was never anything too bad but mostly just like by the time my senior year it was like they didn't know i smoked weed and i was like smoking weed every day oh shit but that was also a lot brought on by skiing because it's huge in skiing is it really oh yeah okay yeah that's the part right there that always is yeah 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 some more cbd on it all right is there anything you want to plug uh i have a youtube show called fireside chats where i start a fire and we cook something on it and i talk to comedians and other fun people and then i have a podcast starting this sunday that will be live on sundays and then also you'll find it everywhere called to live and bike in la and it's just all about biking around in this crazy city nice how incredibly dangerous it is right have you ever been hit not here i got hit in portland maine and it's the only time i've ever been hit and i realized how not to get hit and that's just to assume nobody ever sees you even if you're supposed to have the right of the way like when people stop and try and wave me across i'm like no i'm not <laughs> i don't trust I don't, you yeah no you go you're in the car i'll wait for you to be gone that's funny when we were little and anytime we'd have to cross the street my mom would go cars can kill you don't be stupid yeah and to this day like when the kids i'm like cars can kill you don't be stupid and they're like okay mom <laughs> Like grandma told me. All right. Man, yeah. Yeah, aren't right there? They're probably on the other side too, super tight. Yeah, your shoulder your whole top of your traps. Yeah. Alright, try not and shower for a while. Okay. Let this sink in. This stuff like I'm saying this C B D stuff, I normally don't talk about stuff unless it works and this stuff is amazing oh yeah i love i'm psyched to try this topical because i've had their regular and their pills all the time i love them i love it too with the pain it's it doesn't feel like you took anything for pain no it just doesn't. all of a sudden it's gone no jittery no you're right you were so right you about don't that. feel like even with like advil you can kind of it can mess your stomach up okay. a little bit with real pain pills you get high and it's fun but <laughs> just for the pain part i love the cbd yes all right how do you feel oh amazing oh shit i forgot to take a picture hold on stay okay. where you are i always forget to take this damn picture every time i get down here i'm allergic to something down here okay ready one two three one two three Perfect. <laughs> All right, take your time getting up. Get up uh, slow. I wonder if it is, because I feel a little stuffed up, too. No, that's your lymphatic system. Oh, is it? Because when you get a massage, your blood goes three times faster than normal. All right, that was my episode with Handron CV. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And please like, click, subscribe, send an email to joyshappyendings at gmail.com. And have a good week. <laughs>